guys, and welcome to another episode of The Bridge Life. Best podcast totally ever. Totally worth it. My morning cup of tea. Episode 6. Do-do-do. Continuing on what we left off of the last episode on poverty in the book The Bridge Home by Padma Venkatama. We are your new hosts, Tandy, Gopika, Aisha, and Paranjali. In the last episode, you've heard statistics and facts, reasons why poverty exists, countries where it occurs the most and least, and organizations helping to end poverty. In this episode, we're going to add more thoughts deeply about poverty in general and also in the book. In the beginning, we're going to give you more reasons why poverty exists, then we're going to gather examples from the book and elaborate on that more. After that, we're going to discuss how we can stop poverty, and to wind it all up, we will tell the author's perspective. Let's go! So, in episode 5, you were given information on why poverty exists. Right now, we're going to add on to that and give you a few more reasons. Poverty can exist because of specific cultural barriers in certain countries. Diverse people do not get jobs just because of their cultures, religion, and beliefs. Most countries, such as Canada, is a diverse country with many cultures all around. But the negative thing about that is most of these diverse people don't have enough money to put a roof over their heads because the government and society are not treating them equally. So their only option is to go on poverty. Another reason why poverty exists is because of bad health care. Most places, such as Africa, only have a bad amount of poverty because of their bad health care system. We got information from a website called Odyssey, and it says in many countries, Africa, for example, poverty is more about disease. Malaria, tuberculosis, and AIDS prevent society from developing. Wow, that one sentence says a lot. I have to agree with you on that one. Poverty can occur also because of a lack of education. When you have a lack of education, you are inexperienced and don't have the knowledge to do the tasks that are given. This can cause a negative impact when it comes to job hunting. Your resume will not look full if you are uneducated. Now the poor education systems are present in 39% of the world. That is bad, but it is still at the level of where we can stop it. Now we will be talking about examples from the book that relates to poverty. As you know from the story, Viji and Ruku are one of the main characters who ran away and used most of the money to ride on the bus, which was unfortunate because they needed it for food, water, shelter, and clothes. Another example is when Ruku accidentally broke a glass cup while drinking tea from a tea shop. Since they were poor, their only way to satisfy the tea shop owner was to wash the dishes and clean the shop. Viji found this opportunity as a good thing for her to make a decent amount of money to start their new lives without their parents. Luckily, the tea shop auntie gave both of them a few things like fruits. That's good. Our last example from the book is how the kids didn't have enough money to buy medicine for sick Musu and Ruku. Viji was left with only one choice, and that was selling their dog, Kuti, for money. That was their only way to provide for Ruku and Musu, as they were severely struck with poverty. Many people in the world still survive like this by selling some items that are valuable or in demand. 
Oh, guys, Parentally's leaving. Why? She has reasons, but I think she'll be okay if we speak on behalf of her. I don't mind, but since I'm going to leave soon, can I tell you a book joke? Fine. Okay, so I've been reading a book about anti-gravity, and I just cannot put it down. <laughs> Get it? Um, sure. You know what? I think I should just leave, for God's sake. Bye, guys. I hope you miss me. Bye, Prangeli. We'll totally miss you. Now I want all of you listeners to think a little bit. What are some ways to stop poverty? Try thinking about this topic deeply for a few seconds. Since this podcast is only present in Canada, we're only going to talk about poverty preventions for Canada. This is actually very simple thinking. We already know the problems of poverty, so why can't we create solutions? Oh, Aisha, you've been quiet for a really long time. Why don't you say something? Seriously, right now, my mind is as blank as a white sheet of paper. Hey, don't be so negative. As the saying goes in this world, every situation always has a way out of it. So there must be a way to stop poverty in this world. Am I correct? Yes, I agree with you, but I don't know any solutions. Do you know, Aisha? Um, well... One thing we can do is to donate clothing, food, or money to people in need. Yeah, as was said in the previous episode, organizations are already doing that kind of stuff. They have websites and places to donate all these items. I agree. Well, you know what? How about you two geniuses? Tell me some solutions yourselves. One solution I came up with was to provide better education in countries with poor education systems and provide more schooling areas because in some parts of the world, many people still have to walk up to three kilometers to get to school. Damn! If that were the case for me, I'd never even go to school. Ah, that's the kind of life. Go, go Pika! Snap out of it! Huh? Oh, yeah. Where was I? You were nowhere. You cut in front of Tanby. Now let her talk. <laughs> okay, so in many countries, schools are really far, and just like Gopika, people stop going to school. But most are saddened by that fact, unlike her. Oh, I just came up with another solution. Make stuff cheaper. But Gopika, wouldn't that make taxes go up? Yeah, but it's a cycle. More schools means more education. More education means more job employment. More job employment means more money. Means stuff will be cheaper. Stuff is cheaper, more people will be able to afford it. See, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But my mind needs a break right now. See you after this short break. Okay, now we have to cover one more topic, which is... The author's perspective. Right. So, what do you think was going through the author's mind when she was writing the book? Okay, since no one's going to volunteer, I guess I'll just say my idea first. I feel like the author's connection was like really deep to the book because uh, uh, during our research, we found out that the author was brought up in Asia and there's a lot of poverty over there if you guys have ever been. So I think she'll just kind of relate to her childhood and to her background. So I think that's a really deep connection that she's holding in the book. And uh, every author also has every deep connection. So this to me makes sense. And I'll give my other group members a try now. 
think this was the author's way of raising awareness. The book touched on many social justice issues. Poverty, child abuse, and maybe child labor is included in the book. As a person who had read the book, her way of awareness works really well. Reading the book makes you think about the real world and real issues. We're back with some more mind-blowing facts about poverty in general. We found some facts of a website called cwpcsp.ca. Fact number one is marginalized communities. Fact number one in that is that people living with disabilities, both mental and physical, are twice as likely to fall below the poverty line. And nearly 15% of the people with disabilities live in poverty, 59% of which are women. Facts about basic statistics about poverty in Canada is that one in seven or 4.9 million people in Canada live in poverty. Also, in Edmonton, one in eight individuals are currently living in poverty. Facts about child poverty are in Canada, 1.3 million children live in conditions of poverty. That's one in five. And one in two status First Nations children live in poverty. Well, that's a wrap-up for The Bridge Life, Episode 6. We hope you guys learned something new today by listening to The Bridge Life. And we expect you guys to think about the things we talked about today and share with your peers. It was an amazing journey with the three of you guys and the listeners, but we got to end this episode somehow. Well then, The Bridge Life, Episode 6, folks, are out! Bye! Check out our next episode!